Alrighty, so this is the Potent Pictures Podcast. Uh, I'm Dave, as usual. I'm joined by uh, Matt and Sean this week. Unfortunately, Peter was unable to uh, make it um, as uh, he actually had a, a what we like to call a life event occur uh, earlier this morning. Uh, as some of you know, you can either have a death in the family or perhaps a child. Luckily, he went with the child this morning, so he had a little little girl this morning. So he, unfortunately, uh, he's sleeping right now, I think. It's been a pretty long day for him, so we'll, we'll allow him this one. Probably we're assuming that we were going to be uh, reviewing Kong Skull Island. Unfortunately, Sean, unfortunately he deleted his audio, so we were unable to uh, actually record, have that recording for y'all. So we decided that we were going to go with the Belko experiment today, and uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, first up, as always, we like to talk about what we're watching. So uh, Matt, what about you? What you been watching this week? So I uh, took advantage of Netflix's ability to, you know, let, let you download as of, you know, December 2016, I think, and decided to to use that to finally catch up on a little 1990s drama called uh, Twin Peaks by uh same guy that did Mulholland Drive, all that kind of jazz. Um, not sure if you guys have seen it. Definitely. Uh, have, have either of you guys seen it? Uh, I have not. I have not either, but I'm just familiar with the series. Uh, yeah. was, was it from like early 90s? Uh, it was, I think it was literally like 90, then season one was 90, then season two, 91. And then I think it got canceled and they had a, a movie in, in 92. And so I'd heard, you know, good or bad things about it. I just heard it was something worth watching. And with Netflix buying, I think Netflix purchased the rights or something to the extent or somebody's releasing it in 2017, a new series or a new season. So I thought I should finally go through it and check it out. Um, I'm a few episodes into it so far. Um, got about four episodes in on the flight. It's uh, it's good. It, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I, I guess it, you have to you have to pay attention. It's uh, it's kind of got quirky aspects to it a lot, which I'm sure you might be familiar with if you've seen Mulholland Drive. Uh, but oh god, <laughs> I I can say I understand it more so than I understood Mulholland Drive for the first time, which. Having watched this now, I, it's making me want to watch, re-watch Mulholland Drive because I remembered about a month ago, I finally read somebody explaining what that what happened in that movie. Two things that I had no idea. One, it was originally shot as a pilot for a show. Uh, and two, I just didn't know what the hell was going on in the show. So I felt like an idiot once I read the explanation. But uh, I won't spoil it here, but <laughs> I apparently don't pick up on things very well. So, so one thing while you're on Mulholland Drive, that was the uh, most awkward movie I've ever seen in my life. Because you saw it with your parents? No, actually, my friend's parents oh. uh, walk into my my buddy's house in uh, back in high school. I was at the LeBlanc's, Sean. Uh, oh, great. A couple friends from us from. Uh, Shouldn't have called them out, but hey. Yeah. Oh, I don't care because so you know my buddy calls me up, says come on over. So you know I'm over there and I'm just hanging out. It's like middle of the day. I think it was exam week or something, and he's watching a movie with his mom. So we're sitting there and I sit down and all of a sudden, hardcore lesbian scene just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> in the middle of the thing and you know you make that that look where everybody's kind of looking around like do do we say anything do do we comment like what 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 do we do what do we do and then it finally ends and i think i turned to him and i'm and i'm like um so that didn't make sense to the plot now did it and everybody was just like oh god it was like i had to break the silence somehow 
But God, that was... (laughs) I still can't go watch that movie because I had no idea what happened. And then you borrowed it so you could watch that lesbian scene <laughs> without the parents around? Shh, don't tell anybody. Oh, it's out and the cat's out of the bag now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's unfortunately my experience with Mulholland Drive. But I've heard good things about Twin Peaks. Or not Twin... Yeah, Twin Peaks. Um, but I, I was kind of wanted to watch it. I know they were recasting it. And unfortunately, I know what the ending is because I, I think it's one of those... Uh, endings that everybody has heard about. Oh, well, I, I haven't actually. So, oh well, then could be one of those things where maybe I saw like a spoof on on Simpsons or something, or I've heard jokes about it, and it's just so you know known culturally that you know pop culture that yeah. I just I just don't know that it's connected to Twin Peaks or I've forgotten about it. So it's kind of nice nice watching. Um, it's good though, and Kyle MacLachlan, um, who I I've seen it you know seen quite a few things, but uh, he's. His character is super entertaining in this. Very quirky, very uh, peculiar, eccentric. I think is what the, the particular, you know, the specific uh, description is, and I'd say it's quite accurate. And it makes for a kind of fun and interesting show. It's definitely getting weirder as the episodes progress, um, but you know, keeps you interested. So can't complain. Wait, who was the creator of that show? Um, that was David Lynch. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Same guy from Holland Drive, um, and Mark Frost. I don't know if I'm familiar with um, his work. And then also for, you know, David Lynch discussion, another movie that I've been meaning to watch by him was Blue Velvet. And I was like in the 80s. And I, every time I think of, you know, something by him, I remember I, was, I need to watch that because it's, you know, such, you know, such a well-reviewed movie, I feel like. So something I wanted to watch. But there's, there's plenty more from like the 30s and 50s I haven't watched. So I guess I can, oh, work, yeah. my, <laughs> I can work my way up through the decades, I guess. Get back to some talkies. Yeah, I got hit up about a, a a movie about in the in made in like the forties. Asked if I had seen it today, and I'm like, uh, nope. And people were surprised by that. I'm like, it's the forties. I can't. What movie, David? Uh, I don't even remember. Honest to God, it was literally asked about an hour and a half ago, and I completely forgot about it already. I just do not remember. There's only like, I mean, I took a film history class in college, and there's very few films that I've even seen like. The one that stands out was like Metropolis from the 20s, and that's, uh, yeah. And then um, what's the... Uh... Rosebud. I can't think of it. Um, Citizen Kane. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Still haven't seen that movie. That's a, yeah, that's a 30s gem. Yeah. But yeah. Very cool. All right, Shawnee, how about yourself? Yeah, uh, so I'm a sports guy, so I've been watching a lot of the NCAA tournament this week. Uh, so that's where uh, that's where I've been trying to get some. Uh... This is not a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the one week a year I try to squeeze in some <laughs> uh, some entertainment as well, besides just live action sports. Um, had the Bachelor finale on uh, Monday. It's a big deal for all you uh, ladies out there. <laughs> that sounds like a type of live action sport. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised it hasn't turned into it yet. <laughs> it's close to being a water sport, I guess. But uh... oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot takes um, maybe for you <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that was on monday and then i uh didn't really catch a lot besides uh basketball at the end of the week i started watching Deepwater horizon for the uh the i know we were talking about this a couple weeks ago with uh, when patriot day came out um so just just got in through the first uh 15 20 minutes and i fell asleep on it so <laughs> obviously a good movie not a, not a strong week for me in terms of outside viewing, but uh, yeah, definitely um, didn't add much to that. To that, so we'll uh, we'll go along to Dave. What about you? What did you get into this week? Uh, unfortunately, not much this week. Um, been extremely busy. Unfortunately, did not get much uh, free time. Usually, it's on the weekends when I have my ability to kind of watch some movies, and uh, unfortunately, that was 
taken up uh, for helping people move. But uh, Morgan was one I kind of want to bring up again. How, how That was basically the last movie I've seen since uh, the Belko experiment. And <laughs> I know we talked about it, unfortunately, uh, last week, but we don't have the recording. But the, uh, the movie itself, my God, um, very forgetful movie, unfortunately. You know, it had potential. Like, the uh, the main girl was from the one from Split, who I think we all agreed has a, as an actress, is, like, really good for that one particular role. And she fits, like, the creepy sci-fi look if you need it. But, man, that was, like, the first five minutes I could have watched, caught the plot, watched the last five minutes, and I'd have been like, okay, I can fill in the blanks for this. It was just that, it wasn't anything to me, unfortunately. And I think Peter was one who had seen it. Matt, had you seen that one as well? I, I had, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know you had the same opinion. It was kind of just, meh. It was basically might as well watch Species again, but you'd, it, that would at least, despite it you know, probably being a bit cornier, would at least have had more more to draw your attention or keep your attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you bring in this Species. I kind of I kind of wanted to go into, uh, I know we kind of were talking about, maybe talking about the trailers, because I know y'all had an extended thing, but I actually was more excited about the trailers today than I was about the Belco experience, which was, I enjoyed the movie, but again, the trailers were... So we might have had some different trailers, Dave, because I don't know how excited you could have gotten from the trailers that I saw. Please explain yourself. So I was, you know, I've been seeing a trailer for this and I've been getting more excited about it. It was uh, Alien Covenant. For some reason, I'm just intrigued by it. So just because a movie has aliens... I feel like you don't necessarily need to compare species to, to alien. <laughs> yeah, you were going down a whole different road. I, I know, but that, that it popped in my head. I, hey, it's species. Species was, I think, uh, I, I, who was, what was her? Natasha Henstridge. That was it. I couldn't think of who it was, but yeah. Eh, hey, I just figured it was a good tie-in at that point, because that was kind of what I remember <laughs> seeing, and actually more excited about the previews today than anything else. And I think the other one was uh, Ghost in the Shell, which actually that's going to be in my next um, viewing for next week. I'm going to probably try and see if I can find that anime version about that because apparently it's uh, really famous. Yeah. yeah. I have never seen it. From what I read, you want to watch the original cut, not like the 2.0. or they, Somebody, they re-released a, a special cut or something. Okay. And, and people are much, much bigger fans of uh, the original. The original. Okay. I'll see if I can find it because I'm, I'm curious to see it because uh, I've heard good things. All my, my coworkers who were... Uh, uber nerds which are nerdier than than me um they know all about it and like loved it so they were kind of disappointed by the the new cut with uh um we'll just say black widow basically is that because you can't is it because you can't think of scarlett johansson's name or that was one of my main reasons i was about to say the girl next door yeah who's who's actually <laughs> alicia cuthbert so not the right person but um <laughs> oh i'm so hey they're blonde and they're hot who cares way to way to be way to be blondest yeah, you're you're really separating yourself. <laughs> I'm so I'm so screwed. <laughs> so I've actually been meaning to watch both Blade Runner and the original Ghost in the Shell, just because one I love Blade Runner would like to watch it again. And from what I understand is that the person that created Ghost in the Shell was heavily in- inspired by Blade Runner, which I feel like I see in the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I I can't quite get too excited for it. I I, I think it has a lot of potential, but I I don't want to get my hopes hopes up too much because I, I think they could be dashed pretty pretty easily yeah i have to agree with you guys I, I i'm not too excited about that maybe it's because of the fact that i again it's when you put a white like a caucasian actress into the role of an asian person you can say white 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a way to, to be politically correct here. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, that movie just doesn't do it for me. I, and maybe it's because I haven't seen the anime. But I, to follow up on what you were saying, Dave, I definitely have heard that it's one of the more popular anime films um, yeah. ever made. So I think uh, from that perspective, maybe I'll try and watch that. And if it does, it gets me excited. I'll go see the uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson flick. But uh yeah, I, that was one of the trailers that was like didn't really move the needle. But uh, Alien, the Alien trailer, it, it does kind of move the needle, and I'm a little interested because of the fact yeah. that it's it seems like a mix between Alien and Aliens, um, just from the trailer, like the trailer that I've seen. So uh, both of which are good movies. Is it what's her face's haircut that reminds you of uh, Ripley? Ripley, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and and then the overall like demeanor of the the crew that's out there and what they're doing so yeah um one of the main reasons i want to see it is michael fassbender was awesome in prometheus and my my only hesitation for alien covenant is prometheus's trailer got me super excited and um in in kind of a similar way and that movie was it was a bit of a letdown uh visually it you know looked great the style was i think pretty pretty great but they left out so much of potential plot you know and and like sharing what was actually supposed to be happening with the story, I, I'd imagine they won't make the same mistake again. But I still, I still don't want to be. Uh... Well, they brought in Danny McBride, so I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> I, I, I have hope if Danny McBride can be in part of one of the couples that gets sent into to populate another another planet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll make the cut at some point in life. So I was laughing because I was watching the trailer, and the, the thing that popped in when they had that, I don't know if you have that, that one little end scene where he's, like, piloting the vehicle, and the thing's busting its head in, busting its head on the glass. I don't mm-hmm. know if you all yeah. remember that. Yeah, I did. That is, that is so reminiscent of the abyss just from the the driver. I don't know if you remember the the woman who was the driver. She always had the cowboy hat and was always doing yeah. that. But is, are you all noticing that it's a staple of, like, the drivers are always with the cowboy hat? I noticed that, and I always loved that as a stupid... It's because they're it's cowboy, a cowboy man. Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's just, I, I've always loved that. And I was, I got excited when I saw that. I was like, all right, all right, this might actually be entertaining. Now I want to watch The Abyss. Why is The Abyss not on H, not on Blu-ray yet? It's killing me. Because it's freaking four hours long, and I don't think I've actually been able to sit through the entire thing once. <laughs> it's a great movie. I know. I love it. Is it not on HBO Go, Matt? Is it on there? I thought it might be. I thought I, I thought I passed it before in browsing films, but I, I I could be completely wrong. I'll check through the streaming services. I know I could always probably buy it or rent it on iTunes too, but that physical yeah. copy is still <laughs> something I I feel like I want. Uh, right now, you can get it on Xfinity. I don't think it's on HBO just yet. Just based on that thing I'm pulling, it's like the Xfinity like whatever uh, yeah. purchasing. I don't have it, so I don't have Xfinity, so I don't know. But yeah, sorry, we went on. We went. We somehow got to the abyss. Interesting. So we were we were going through the tra- we were going through trailers, Dave. But yeah. So what did y'all have? I had seven or eight trailers. I like no lie. The most trailers I feel like I've ever had in a film, and they were all like looked like Bolt House, What's to Come. That didn't really do it for me. But I mean, a couple of them like like Aliens looks pretty good. Um, they threw in a Fast Eight trailer, which can't come soon enough. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> the, the Fate of the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> I think we brought this up a couple weeks back, but when I was watching the the Fast Eight trailer, I think they showed the end of the movie in the in there, and I think we were talking about this where the, the trailers are now showing the ends of the movies, and I'm not getting excited about watching the trailers anymore. Well, this this trailer I had today was a new one that I hadn't seen for Fast and the or Fate of the Furious. 
Yeah, and it, it showed even it showed even more than the the previous ones, and it kind of it kind of upset me. Just cut from like seven different action sequences in different locations, so you know like the, you know that you don't have much more to show. Obviously, they're going to be yeah. longer than what was in the trailer, but you basically know the premise of every action sequence now. And so that's kind of a kind of a killer. But uh, beyond just the specific the specific trailers I saw, which I was surprised I didn't see um, the new Planet of the Apes. Or War for the Planet of the Apes. I feel yeah, like the past every everything I've seen so far, that's always been one of them. This is the Agreed. first movie in a while I, I didn't see that, which I'm okay with because I, I think I'm one of the few people that's maybe not super into those. I I feel like I've been a little let down by the this reboot, but uh, I'll still go see it. But it's more than just the general, like you said, Sean, the seven or eight you had. I, I think I checked my watch. It was at least 21 minutes before the movie started, wow. um, and I, I think that's been the same case. For like the past three or four movies I've seen, but I mean this wasn't a big. I feel like you know I accept it for like a, a big blockbuster or something like that. Yeah, everybody's paying to get on it. This one I was surprised because, hot damn, the, the movies, <laughs> hot hot damn, <laughs> it killed me. I thought I just thought I'd have a break from twenty minutes of trailers, and I guess I know that's the way the world <laughs> is, but oh. And they're each cut two minutes, Matt. So it's. When they each cut two minutes, they burn through them. So, I mean, it, legitimately, we could have had eight to ten trailers. I, I didn't even, I kind of lost track. And by the time you get through it, I don't even remember what I saw anymore. I just got to a point where I was like, fuck, can we just start the movie? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't come here to 20 minutes of trailers. I came here for hopefully 10 to 15, max 15, and you know, uh, get to the film. So, you could do like me and just think that the movie's at 4.30 and show up... Uh, for it and it's actually at 420 and you're buying your tickets at 421 so i may have missed a full 10 15 minutes of trailers before i even got into the theater so it's possible that i had that many you probably did and i i still can't it, after what you know logan and the the teaser deadpool i don't know how how risky <laughs> i can i can run it though i i can't imagine what kind of teaser trailer there would have been before pelco experiment but still so um one other thing I did notice, and I don't know if y'all noticed this as well, but did when they were doing the opening credits and they showed the Orion Pictures intro, when's the last time you actually saw an Orion's Pictures movie? That ran through my mind also. I didn't know they still existed. Because I swear to God, that is still from so the So that's 80s. so funny, David. <laughs> that, that was the same thing. I As soon as I got home, I Googled that to see like when the last time they put out a film was. And... And I figured out the, the problem. They've been around since the 80s and 90s and through the 90s. Yeah. So they had a run in the 80s. I was looking this up to see the, the films that they put out. And you're talking like Platoon, uh, yeah. Bill and Ted, like both Bill and Ted films, um, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, oh, great movie. I mean, they had a, a good bit of films that, um, that they put out. But then it, it got to a point where in the 90s they decided to go – Looks like they decided to put their money behind TV, like made for TV, straight to DVD, yeah. VHS, and it just, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, and here we are today, now back in 2017, where we're getting into those Bolt House films that they're putting their movie, uh, their money behind. Which, you know, it's a risky strategy, but it might pay off for them because they probably make twi- at least twice as what the budget the budget is. Yeah. So that, that, that's my two cents about that. I'm happy y'all got the same thought behind it as me because I was just sitting there. I'm like, could have they updated it just a slight bit? Like, you know, Paramount has done it for years. Paramount had the old, you know, the old, uh, is that the world? I think. No, no, they do the mountain. What's the one that's a world? Universal. 
Universal. They'll do that one. They've updated that one over the years. But, like, they just, they were just like, nope. Shit, Marvel freaking redid theirs within, like, two years. Orion's just sticking with it. I'm actually upset with Marvel's redo. I don't, I don't want to spend too much on production locos, but... The new Marvel, I prefer the, the, the original one uh, far more than the, the update. I'll agree. All right, so we've, we've talked enough about going into it. Let's actually talk about the initial, the actual movie. So let's do some initial thoughts, because uh, we, we've really... So I'm going to... Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, think, I think the reason that we're even going to be talking about this is probably me and my, my love for the movie Slither, which was also written by James Gunn, uh, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan Fillion, and Elizabeth Bank, and also, of course... Um, James Gunn, you're going to have uh, uh, Michael Rooker. So, yeah, uh, Michael Rooker was also here in uh, the Belko experiment. Now he didn't he didn't direct this like he did with Slither, and you know, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy is where he's spending most of his time now, which is mm-hmm. can't wait for Guardians of the Galaxy two. Um, but so that you know that gave me hope. Slither was a lot of fun. I thought, not you know, kind of you know, <laughs> you know, quirky horror comedy kind of thing, and it was just entertaining. Short and quick, and nothing too, nothing too exciting or anything. But I, you know, I thought it was good fun. I was kind of looking for the same thing here, and obviously the marketing did a good job for me. Where the uh, the battle royale meets Office Space. Obviously, Office Space is a classic. And <laughs> yeah. if you guys haven't seen um, Battle Royale, I definitely recommend it. It was one of those things when I, you know, what twelve years ago, um, yeah. got on the was in the dorms, and people were talking about what movies everybody had to share with each other. That was kind of the biggest one that if you hadn't seen it, um, it was definitely, you know, somebody made sure that you got a chance to see it. So You actually got a good, you drive a good point there was that that was where all those weird offhand movies you got to see was like the college dorms because yeah. everybody kind of had that random offhand DVD that they downloaded somewhere. God only knows where. And yeah. they watched it like, I think Equilibrium was the one that always came out for me in that situation. Oh, and, uh, oh God. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, thank you. That was it. Yeah, Boondock Saints. That was the other one. But, uh, so, all right. Matt, what is your initial thoughts other than that, what you just stated on Boat Gun, like actual movie itself, not the director? After actually seeing the movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't give any spoilers away, Matt. Just talk surface level. So, surface level, I don't think there are many spoilers that could possibly be given for this movie. <laughs> um, Dave, Dave mentioned it with Morgan, where you can kind of see the opening and see the end and piece together what happened in the middle. Um, here, I don't even think you needed to see the end. You see the opening, and I'm pretty sure you know what the ending is going to be. Uh, you know, even with that, though, and, you know, it was pretty predictable. Even with that, it, you know, it was, it was, for the most part, entertaining. Um, nothing that I feel like I'm going to be tossing on to show, you know, it's not going to be something I need to force people to watch anytime soon. Um, but, you know, it, it, it kept me entertained, had some interesting kill sequences, which I guess you'd expect. Um, but even even those weren't, aside from a couple graphic ones, even those weren't, you know, the most shocking or the most, you know, original um, that, you know, you may have seen out there. But I enjoyed the cast. Um, I thought the, the progression was nice. But the, the twist or whatever, I don't think there even was a twist, but if they were trying to be surprising with some of the end, um, I think we've seen that in another movie, which I'd be happy to discuss when we get to that point. Okay. But, but yeah, what about uh, what about you, Sean? Yeah, I, I mean, surface level, uh, going into your point, you know, you look at uh, the resume of James Gunn, I mean, he's had pretty much a, a hit with Guardians of the Galaxy and then with the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um I, I haven't really, I'm not as big on Slither as you were. And then I know he's, you know, 
his he's so he's tried his hand at horror horror ish films. Like I know that that Dawn of the Dead remake he wrote, which was pretty terrible. Um, if you've seen, if you're a horror fan like myself, I actually enjoyed that, but I hadn't seen the original. Yeah, the original is like at least I, I think the original is funny because it's you know looking at what it is, it's it's a mall like it's like a 1970s mall, but. Uh, when they went to, um, but when the in the two thousand four when it's it's a mall too, but I think it's it's there's a the nineteen seventies mall uh, and then the two thousand early two thousand mall scene was completely different. So um, yeah, and, and it was just a bad remake. I, I don't want to get too into into that. But at least we discussed that malls progressed in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, shit's changed. <laughs> One question, though. Was the hardest part getting over the fact that, that was watching Ty Burrell as an actual asshole as opposed to the dad from Modern Family? Because that was my biggest... <laughs> this was before that. I know, but go back and watch it now. Yeah. And you cannot you cannot unsee it. It's just yeah. like, he's an well, asshole. That, I'm like, I can't do it. He's like, when's he going to crack a joke? And uh, what's his name? Was it Ving, Ving Rhames, right? Uh, Ving, Ving yeah. yeah, Ving Rhames. Yeah, Ving Rhames. I, yeah, I was like, Ving Rhames and uh, Romy... Uh, Oh, what's the guy's name from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin? Um, Romy Cronell, maybe? Uh, no, it's not. That's the coach of the old um, head coach in the NFL. Uh, God, what's the guy from Forty Year Old Virgin? And he's in Weeds. Um, help me out, somebody. I'm trying to think who you're thinking of. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm doing a quick little search just because it's going to kill me if I don't get get past this. I'm going to assume it's not Mackay Pfeiffer or Jake Weber. No, it's <laughs> not. It's. Uh, Wait, was he the husband in the beginning? No, I can't believe it. Oh, Romani Malco is that? Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah, who? He's the dude that's in Forty Year Old Virgin Weeds. He's, uh, he's the African American guy that's uh in Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh, okay. He's in that movie. I didn't remember that. I'm trying to think of movies in it. Either way, he's he's in. Uh, but he's in. Uh, I'm still not even seeing him. Yeah, I don't. I think you're wrong. I think I am wrong. I think it, I think it's Mackay Pfeiffer. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer was the one that was um, had the pregnant wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got it now. I, I as soon as you said Mackay Pfeiffer, I was going down the Romani Malco. I was like, wait a second, it is Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, yeah. Sorry. So not to get off on a tangent though, but the uh, but yeah. So <laughs> circling back. Since we got way off base with uh, James Gunn, uh, 2004, Dawn of the Dead. Um, overall, the Belko experiment, you know, going into it, I'm like, this is kind of different. It's your, to your point, it has a little bit of that uh, office space slash uh, um, the Shaun of the Dead came to mind with me just because of the fact that, uh, I don't know why, but it's maybe because they're, there's a British guy. I don't know. I just I, <laughs> I got this kind of like I got this uh, this I just thought it was like a little bit of uh, like sort of like a comedy horror. You know, does that make sense? Even though that's what I thought it was going to be going into it, um, but it didn't have nearly as many laugh out loud scenes as I thought they were going to be. I, I I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Oh, you thought there was a lot? We were laughing in my oh, theater. Are we in in my theater? They had one laugh out loud. Do we. We probably had about seven or eight in my theater. So maybe that just means that we're a little more messed up down here in the South than you are up in the North. <laughs> I'm going to need you. I definitely remember laughing, but I don't remember to the extent. So Dave, you'll have to weigh in on what those were. Gladly. Well, when we get into spoilers. But yeah, we're getting into spoilers. We can, but I, I can do my quick uh, my quick initial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can go and do your 
initial review because I got nothing. Yeah. It just was, it just was a, it was a decent film. It, not yeah. decent. It was like subpar, but yeah, go ahead. I would not recommend people to go, um, wait till, wait till it comes out on streaming. Cause it's, if yeah. you go to see it, yeah. it's, yeah. It just, it, there was a lot that left to be desired. Like there's a couple of cool shots, like the way the film was like from the director's perspective, um, you can see it and you're like, okay, that's a cool shot. Like that's something different. Um, and the, the concept of the building, I, I don't really, you know, being trapped inside of a building, there's some real life horror that you hit into, um, that I was kind of like at times uncomfortable because I'm like, well, what would I, this, you know, you got to give yourself the old, what would you do in that situation? Um, so yeah. But that's you can go ahead, Dave. All right. Well, yeah, like y'all said, it's been kind of. I've been listening to y'all, and I'm, I'm I've been thinking the same things, and it's it's real hard from an initial perspective from this one. Um, it was one of those movies where you kind of you have low expectations for it. You know how it's probably going to end. You know what you're getting into based on the previews. Which again, I kind of want to start going that route of not watching the previews because then maybe I might be surprised. But you know, y'all were talking that it was James Gunn, so I was like, all right, well maybe maybe it'll be quality and it was from a from an entertainment perspective i agree it was it was entertaining i'm not gonna tell everybody to go out and you know rent it now and go see it it's not one of those movies it's not gonna be an academy award mini but you know what hey it was a good little fun movie that apparently my theater had more laughs out of than y'all's so we might be just some sick son bitches down here but yeah i mean it was kind of like Morgan in a way. You knew what was going to happen. Like, I think it was Matt or Sean. I don't remember which one of y'all said that. But you're going in, simple setup, and you know what the ending's going to be. It's more of a who's going to survive type question or um, what's going to be the twist at the end. And that's really all you're waiting for and how we're going to get there. And that's really what the, the draw for me was in this one. Um, but initially, that's all I really have on it. Uh, we can move into spoilers if y'all want because I know we're kind of we're, – we're, we're kind of tiptoeing in the water right now, and I think we want to kind of cross over. So uh, I'll open it up for spoilers. So, Matt, before Sean goes on a long tirade about the movie, because <laughs> I can foresee it happening. Or malls and their and their evolution from 1970 to 2000. Yeah, <laughs> rambless, just rambling, sorry. That's all right. That's what we enjoy. So, yeah, really, like like Sean said, the, the, whole, the whole idea of, like, what, what would you do in this situation, you know, comes to mind. Um, but this was such a simple, simple movie. I didn't get too drawn up in the philosophical aspects of this. Um, I did feel like I probably tied into, I probably would have ended up being like the, the kind of British guy who ended up just being a bitch and choosing sides and then regretting it. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be you honest with myself, I'd, I'd probably get myself, um, hacked a, a little bit with the, uh, what are those paper cutters? Which is one of the oh, one things they, they they drew on a lot of things that I feel like offices may or may not have anymore. That's one of the ones I'm not sure that they would, or they certainly wouldn't be just on somebody's desk randomly. That accessible. I that agree. accessible. Yeah, they'd be. They, you know, they'd probably have some copy room that would have it. But you know, that was fine. Nothing wrong with it. Though it did make me want to watch the faculty because the scene where Elijah Wood or Josh Hartnett or, <laughs> goes and grabs it in the faculty. I, yes. I always loved that. Um, but I. Uh, I guess there's not too much to spoil. We have uh, John C. <laughs> John C. McGinley goes and kills a few people. The cast of Scandal was was uh, was in the building. So I was <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. So Tony Tony Goldwyn, I feel like is always the bad guy, and I guess I haven't seen him in that many things. I guess he was Tarzan. He was the voice of Tarzan. So I guess he he does. He's a good guy sometimes. 
But <laughs> Last Samurai and Ghost are the main things I feel like. I haven't seen Scandal. Is he yes, a good guy or a bad guy? In that's Scandal? exactly what my roommate asked me about. I don't. I, I don't think, think was it the guy from Ghost. Yeah, I've only seen a couple episodes, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's in Ghost, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. kind yeah. of the bad guy. Uh, for the aerospace engineer, he was uh, for Dave. He was in that uh, from Earth to the Moon. He was Neil Armstrong. Yep. Um, which is really hard to find, actually. I was trying to find that the other day. Was it HBO? I don't even remember. It's an HBO film, so it was even yeah. before HBO had the, the TV thing. So it's, you have to, I think you can only buy the DVD now. And I couldn't even find it anywhere streaming. All right, so he, he plays a good guy from time to time. Fine, I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, that was real life. But, like, <laughs> he was also, like, you know, some of the movies. Just, just, that guy's always either in, like, he's like a dirtbag in a television series. Or he's, like, the, you know... The, the D-list movie, or the, yeah, the D-list movie uh, villain, which sort of checked the boxes here. And uh, Last the Samurai. Guy... Yep, Last oh, Samurai. Yep. Last Samurai. Yeah, he was, right. he was a bad guy in that one, too. Sorry, I was just I'm going through all of my movies that he's in. He's basically on all these, it's, he's like a television actor. Like, you see him in, like, almost every television show. <laughs> he yeah. shows up. Um, but the other one, that, the guy that, the, the voice, um, the guy that was the voice, I forget the actor's name. He was, yeah. He was in, he's in a lot of stuff too, uh, where he's like, you know, he's been in television shows. And I love Michael Rooker and I was so disappointed that he, he bit it early. (laughs) So that's the only one I wanted to talk about. I think there's two, there's two, two deaths I wanted to talk about and I'm glad you brought that up because I think his death was the most gruesome or the most, most cringy or whatever. And it being the first one, I think. Yeah. I I don't know that attitude at all, but they, I guess we're going to talk about it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were in spoilers. We've seen people, you know, we've we've all seen, you know, random crime dramas. We've seen movies. We've definitely seen blunt force trauma before. Um, but when he got hit with Not that wrench, that and they just showed the dent in his skull with the crack, and they were on him for like half the movie. Like <laughs> I know <laughs> it was a good thirty. It was a good thirty <laughs> seconds before he fell down and was was finally dead. Which you know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what the, you know how real that is. It's it's probably a bit more real than some of the other portrayals of you know that we've seen out there. Yeah. But it was very painful to see that dent in the poor guy's skull for so long. So that that in itself was was, was probably okay for the price of admission. But my movies <laughs> my my movies are only five bucks, so I don't mind. So just another guy who was in this film that I got to touch on. I didn't even know the actor's name, but his his name is Abraham Ben Ruby. He was uh, yeah. the big, the big dude that was with the Stoner uh, group, um, with the gray hair. He yeah. was in one of my all-time favorite movies from like I, I guess it's early '90s, um, maybe '93, '92, somewhere around there. The Program. Do you remember? Have you guys ever oh, seen The Program? Oh God! Yeah. He was like the offensive tackle from The Program. And uh, really? Yeah. I know him from ER. What What was the movie? Was yeah, he the was 90s. the nurse, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the nurse on ER, but the movie was The Program. Um, College football movie. If you guys, if you haven't ever seen it, I got the DVD. If you ever want to watch it, so, so that that's and then he was on. Uh, I remember him like he was in a lot of things in the nineties, but I haven't seen that guy on anything. You know, I guess ER was. I remember him from ER, but you know, um, I saw him on the screen. I'm like, huh, he's uh, good to see him still in something. Well, you <laughs> liked the the one of my favorite characters in the whole movie was the the, the stoner, Sean Gunn. Yeah, yeah, he was he was perfect. Is he, is that his, so is that the, the writer's brother or, or yeah. some relative? Yeah. So, yeah. cause he's also in, I, I looked at his uh, IMDb page when I got home, cause I was like, who are these guys? And he, uh, 
and he was I saw he was in like a bunch of stuff that James Gunn had written. Yeah. Um, like the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. He was one of the Ravagers from Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was also um, Groot's stand-in. So he would walk around in a blue <laughs> suit with a, with a Groot puppet, um, so they could monitor where Groot would be during a, for, during a scene. They didn't make Vin, they didn't make Vin Diesel do that. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 probably figured the cost to what you know performance perception. What, what, How much money did he make? Oh, that he literally said like five words, and they could literally just like. Uh, I am group. Well, I mean, I have to. I have to hope. Nothing against Vin Diesel. I have to hope he didn't make as much as you know, Zoe Saldana or. Um, he literally called it. He literally called it in. He could have only called it in, and he would have been fine. Anyway. So they 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 portrayed it as he he said it differently for every take. He literally said it every time. <laughs> so it wasn't just like a meep meep, and you know they record it once and just repeat it. <laughs> That was a Simpsons uh, throwback from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. One actor. Oh, sorry. Go, Sean. No, I was going to say the the one thing. So, you know, just getting back to things that like irritated me. So the girl who I forget her character's name, but uh, or I knew her character's name. She was um, Danny Wilkins, the girl who started like it was her first day. The new girl. The new girl. Yeah. So it irritated me that they built up her character like it was like she was some, you know, she, there was no real substance to her character. She stays alive for, you know, spoiler alert here, the, and almost the majority of the film, and then straight gunshot to the head, done, nothing. Like, it just moves on. Why the shit I, did she go to the first floor? That's the part I, I never understood. I it, so, it was so bizarre to me, like, just the way that, that her whole thing, like, she had a good thing going, you know, stay out of the way. She, she had it, like, nobody knew who she was because it was her first day. So, like, half the office had never even met her. And then she comes out and she's walking down the elevator or, you know, riding down the elevator, elevator opens, gunshot, dead. But why would she be alive? That, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would think she's an expendable character being that it is her first day. That irritated me just because I'm like, what is she even adding to this film? I think that was the whole point. She was the, yeah. she was the red herring kind of a thing. Like, you're going to think she was either like a, somebody who was sent in by corporate to mess up things you know, hide and turn off the power when things need to get exciting and, and things like that. But <laughs> yeah. I, I actually was, I was actually hoping she would be the one that survived. Like she had the one accidental kill and um, yeah. maybe everybody else would just like mutually kill themselves, with, you know, mutual destruction, um, beat each other half to death and they both die. And then she just wins. I was like, Oh, that, that'd be kind of a nice surprise versus that, the generic. That was kind of, that's yeah. So I think that's why, I think that's the one kind of surprise part was that she did just die like that. Um, so they got me there. To each his own. So I, I will say this: the way the way I thought this thing was going to end was that um, she was going to be in that elevator shaft, right? She had one kill, right? The last hour, they had to have the most kills, and something was going to happen where it was going to be the um, oh god, the guy from Ghost and that new manager, the one who ended up surviving. Um, and I was hoping what was going to happen was because that the new manager had never killed anybody. Why do you keep saying new manager? Was he a manager? The the, yeah. the manager. I don't know what his name was. Let me see. Uh, his name is his yeah. name is Mike in the movie. He was the guy from yeah Mike. He was the guy from uh, same actor from Ten uh, Cloverfield Lane, which I thought he was super yeah. entertaining. He was, yeah, he was super. He was super entertaining anyway. in Ten Cloverfield Lane, but he yes. was also in this movie. But, but anyway, he. But the thing was, was that he. Uh, I assumed he, something was going to happen to um, Tony Goldman and just die randomly, so that. You know, John Gallagher would be the one who actually survives. That would be Michael. He would survive, but he has no kills. And then that girl would just kind of pop up and win just because of that. And his head would explode. That yeah. was the way I thought it was going to end. 
That was how I was anticipating. She would do nothing the entire movie except for that one kill and just be hiding and survive. But sadly, yeah, that was not the that, case. That was exactly what I was thinking. I'm, I'm right there with you, Dave. And I thought it would have been great because it's always so that just to, you know, for the folks that maybe saw it or didn't, he it was the <laughs> generic, he's the guy that was anti-violence, you know, so they're in this situation. Nobody wants to believe it at first. And I actually thought the way that they introduced the, the actual fact that it wasn't a psychological experiment and that the people really were going to die was super entertaining. You have uh, James Gunn, the stoner guy, talking about how it's a psychological experiment. And right <laughs> as he does that, you have, an ex- you have what you think is a gunshot, or at least I did. But really yeah. what it is is they had, a, they had tracker, tra- trackers implanted in their, in their skulls that were actually bombs, which, as we all know, having seen movies, you should never get trackers installed in your body. Definitely no, not. Never De- definitely not in your head or your skull, but um, try not to ha- let that happen. Yeah, just and, and again, that's I guess we can back it up to where it all started. Is that if someone is telling you for this job you have to put something in in your body like that, I'd probably be like, I'm out, I'm cool here in uh, the USA. Like I can find another job. But uh, oh, yeah. look at Mister, I can find a job. Oh, uh, yeah, man, come on, this is, this is a harder market to get a job in, man. Sometimes you know some people got to put stuff in their body to uh, get, a, get some work in this town. It's if it's always too good to be true, it's because it's too good to be true. But the uh, so oh, backing up, like, oh yeah, keep, keep going back, keep going back. Yeah, so backing up a little bit, like we're talking about all the different ways people, you know, went about, um, you know, finding their way through the film. Um, you know, I, I definitely, when they were, one thing that I'll note is that when they were separating each, you know, trying to figure out, like, that, that kind of stuff is real when they're like, anybody over the age of 60, anybody with kids under the age of 18, like, there's, you know, that, that I thought that was pretty interesting, the way they were going to go about, it, and then when they got to a point where they didn't have enough people who uh, fit those, those groups, they were like, okay, now we got to go out and find more people. It kind of had a little bit of a, uh, I kept thinking about Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, Lord of the Flies. I was like, what more do you watch? Yeah, Lord of the Flies. How there was like, whoever had like, in this film, like whoever had the gun was like in control. Um, And I I kept thinking like, okay, like you got like the, the elderly over here. You got the, the, single people you have the family members um i just thought there was an element of the lord of the flies to it and then another thing i, t- I noted i took of note was the uh i i was laughing i guess this wasn't really a laugh out loud movie mo- moment in the movie but to me it was laugh out loud was because it's at the end they're in that conference room and it's like talking about helping you become a better you and he's sitting there you know with a tape dispenser yeah. uh pounding somebody's head in but uh that was a that was one of the laugh out loud mo- uh, moments and then the uh, security guard was the other one for me that was a laugh out loud moment where when they're in the elevator um and he's talking about just the 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 place itself and all these things that I, I yeah that I, that was like a theater-wide laugh out loud moment but uh Still waiting to hear David's seven laugh out loud moments he had but uh yeah there's just a lot of this was just a lot of like mis like misguided um like action and and horror I, I, the and one of the i'll back up again because i keep rambling on but uh one of my favorite shots of the movie i'll keep this quick was when uh the girl was using the axe to hit the to basically destroy the guy's head john uh, john, john c uh mcginley who again was in a great movie back in the 90s uh with keanu reeves um, oh, you're not talking about The Rock? Because I loved him in The Rock. Oh, no. he's. I mean, The Rock's fine, but one of my favorite movies <laughs> uh, is Point Break, and he's in Point Break. But Oh, that's right. But, um, 
Yeah, and also scrubs and, and endless other things. But uh, yeah, just that scene when it was going to her, swinging the axe, then his head, and then her, then his head, then her, then his head, and just progressively getting. So that was actually one of our that was actually one of our laugh out loud moments. Yeah, see, I thought that was a good. I thought that was well shot. Like I like the way they did that. But um, yeah, you guys are sicker than than I'm in the south also, Dave, and I don't think we laughed at that one. So that was aside from the <laughs> wrench to the skull, the you know the blunt force trauma. No that one would, laughed on that one. The, well, yeah, but those were the two that I thought you know those would be probably take the cake for the gruesome you know what you saw actually take place, um, and I think the wrench one still wins just because of how long they because of how long you hung on it. Exactly, and I think it was the first one that everybody kind of was was kind of shocked. That's how quickly it happened. But like, so when the laugh out loud moments were definitely when the when she was putting the axe to his face. But I think it might have been one guy in our office that was, I mean, in our theater that was just kind of would crack up laughing, and then it would just kind of everybody else would start laughing contagious. because you kind of just yeah, it was very contagious. But I think one of the other ones was. Um, Oh God! It was any time basically. Uh, Sean Gunn was on on the screen, yeah. just talking about the ridiculousness. The the water. So 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 the water so the water scene when the guy was freaking out about the water when he was writing the note to his kids, when he was like freaking out, the guy started laughing. So we all started laughing in the movie theater because I think he was like that overreaction to the thing that everybody thought was funny. Um, oh God! I'm trying to think of the other couple scenes that everybody was laughing at. It was. Oh, let me think. Let me think. While you're thinking, I wanted to add to what yeah. uh, Sean brought up when, when they were kind of going through the Lord of the Flies kind of thing where they were trying to classify people maybe that were less, you'd feel less bad about killing. Um, so you'd save the people that had kids and you'd probably care less about the people that don't. Um, and the first thing I thought of was when he did that was speed. Uh, when the when guys, what? So, so my life's not worth as much because I don't have kids. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, which made me just want to watch Speed. and But I also like that, so you, you get this kind of like moment of like, okay, this guy's planning on killing everybody and then he's trying to like maybe do it in some way that's, you know, still not right, but maybe philosophically you kind of get like, okay, he's trying to be the, you know, be as, I don't know, he's trying to add some sort of rationale to how he's going to be, go about and select the people he needs to kill. And for the for the folks, you know, listening, it, it's the part where, you know, he's trying to save 30 lives because otherwise, you know, they'd kill 60 um, yeah. So, but as soon as they don't hit the count, he just starts randomly choosing people. And so he, his idea is like, okay, I found like ten people. All right, well, let's just randomly pick people now. Who cares? And that's the thing about this movie <laughs> that I, I thought was kind of interesting is that like they they approach these these psychological things so closely, but like they would only like graze it, and then they would just go completely opposite of, of like the way. It would, so like they had the ability to address these things, but never actually came to it. Yeah. And that was where I was kind of bothered with it. It was just like, man. You could have you could have gone in a little bit like that that scene. I was like, all right, here's where they're gonna fully embrace that whole. They're gonna, this is gonna be the point of the movie. It's this one scene, and all of a sudden, no, you, 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 you you're all gonna get killed. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> but and to be honest, that might be more realistic though, because I feel like if you if you go into it and you're like, all right, I'll I'll be able to get thirty people real easily. That'll be fine. And then you don't have it based on the criteria you you identify. You're like. Uh, well, screw it. I'll just I'll just kill whoever. I, I'm over it. But which again, why I wouldn't be that guy? I'd probably be the British guy. So <laughs> the one who cries, then gets his head beat in. The ninny who was like, "Did you call him a ninny because he's British?" No, I called him a ninny because at one point he was like, "This guy Mitch is trying to." <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that. Was. <laughs> trying to tell me that, he's... and he's like, "Well, then shoot him." Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I thought that was, uh, that was a funny moment, too. Sorry, David. I, I forgot I no. laughed at that one. No, that was, well, I did enjoy when he died. That was actually good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoken like a true American. Not because he was British, just because he was a little bitch. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess, so, last thing on the ending of the film, like, you know, I, I think we a lot of things that came up is, obviously, they're trying to set this up for multiple films. Just, that's my thought from seeing the way the movie ended with the, uh, the I guess it was like basically the Belco Experiment Day all across the world um, yeah. at all their sites. So I don't know if they're going to, you know, what were you, what was your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think that they're trying to, obviously they're trying to say, I mean, I think it's obvious, I apologize, but uh, do you think that's necessary? <laughs> like, I, would, I hope would you even that, want to see that again? No, I mean, I guess they could. Like Battle Royale, they had a second one as far as I remember. And I yeah. think they could. I don't think these are expensive movies. It's, you know, it's, it's quick, you know, fun ways to kill. Like Final Destination, they had like six of them, right? And it's really just people, weird ways for people to die. So I was going to ask you about the Battle Royale. I had never seen it. I don't know if you had. Um, I think you, you said earlier you had seen it in college. but So that one's darker because it's actually kids. It's school kids. But what's the sequel? What's the sequel? Because They just do it again. Are they basically? They just do it again. They grab school kids again and they do it again. I, I need to rewatch it. I just remember it was really good. No, no, no. I didn't know if it was like the champions of all the other ones, kind of like uh, what was that? No, it, it wasn't the, the it wasn't the uh, quarter quell from Hunger Games. It was uh, okay. It was just it was just other people. I think I don't re- I don't remember the second one. The second one wasn't nearly as good as the first, if, if I remember correctly. But um, my bigger concern about it, you know, it was a it was a fine thing, but we already saw that in Cabin in the Woods, which was a better movie all around anyway, both in terms of laughter, you know, humor. The, you know, content that was available there as well yeah. as just the, the overall premise and plot. And, and so, and that one, obviously we couldn't get sequels because of the way, the, you know, Cabin in the Woods ended, but um, I hope they're not going for sequels here. And if they are, I hope they're, you know, they're keeping it light and, you know, an hour and 20 minutes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like it was. And I think my other thing, Matt too, is it reminded me of the, like the purge films how they can do it again, but they don't need the same character. They can completely have a different cast and keep it to where it's like the Belco experiment. Uh, that maybe next time they do it at a site that they own that's not um, that's not like through the company. It's like one of their um, so people like don't really know too much about Belco and they they have like a company that they're just like there's another company that that they're the front for, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I think you can. Keep them separate. To your point, so you actually bring in another, <laughs> another, another point where you were actually talking about that is the uh, the fake company. When the guy uh, in the I don't know if you remember the scene when they're in the stairway and he's bringing up the fact that they, uh, he's like, you know, it just feels like we've always had, uh, we've never really done anything. They haven't really ever cared about what we've done. And again, they're like approaching this like philosophical meaning about you know working for a company or something like working for the man. And then they just they don't go anywhere with it. I'm like, God, you had another you had another one you could go with, but they just did not do anything with it. Um, I felt that one was more of just like a make all of us regret our lives kind of a thing. I thought that's what they're going for there. They're like, I was like, man, that was super insulting movie. Thanks. <laughs> well, they they had the ability, but um, actually, the guy from uh, oh god, uh, Silicon Valley, big head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, his death was funny. I thought that was his was great. great. We all expected it, but exactly it was one. It was a fifty-fifty chance between the two, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> he he was he was my second favorite character in the entire movie, and when he died, I was just like, saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Nelson Baghetti. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> big, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what his name was in the movie, but I, I'll never no, forget I, He's Nelson Baghetti. Real quick on the ending. So they, they started pulling out the, the, the crazy, the pothead guy, the conspiracy guy, and um, the guy from uh, ER were pulling out the bombs from people that died from other ways, other ways, other than their head exploding. And yeah. so I thought it was way too like Mission Impossible style when the, the guy that ended up being the person that won because he had to be because this was a, a movie where, you know, that's what that's what has to happen. Yeah. Um, when he slipped it onto everybody's person so that he could then blow them up when they brought him yeah. in to talk to folks. I, I thought that was a little too like this guy's so anti-violence. I know that he, the idea was they broke him. But he was also way too like. Did he used to be a pickpocket or something? I'm not sure how he was so slick while being so mentally distraught. I was thinking the same thing when that scene happened. <laughs> but then also he went and like, there's no way he could have read all the names for those things. So I was kind of hoping when he went to swipe the the buttons to like kill people to like blow up these bombs because he didn't know what names they were. I really hoped he was gonna blow up his own. Like he was gonna actually hit his. Own I was name thinking the exact and blow same himself up and I'm like, oh, that was that was a kind of a original uh, movie. But Sean, to your to your conversation of. You know, are they going to have more? I was actually wondering if this was going to be like a quarter quell for the sequel, where if they do do it, and I, again, I, I don't feel like they need to, where it was the idea going to be that you guys all survived these places, you guys are all going to fight? Yeah, it could be a, it, it could be an interesting one. It, it, it depends. I'm assuming that this is going to, they're going to make another one because yeah. from what I saw, I think this weekend they already made four and a half million. So the budget was five million. So they're probably, oh, yeah. So, okay. Fair, fair point. Yeah, yeah you're right. So they're probably going to double, at least double what they've, paid for it so uh it'll probably it'll probably elicit another 15 movies with wesley so, stipes yeah it doesn't have horrible reviews it's just got you know it's like 50 50 50 it's like a 50 50 kind of movie which is fair i mean we've seen many we've seen films that are worse than this but we've seen a lot that are better um yes it's, it's just i think acting has a lot to do with it uh so if you have better actors it's you can and better director you know which these typically typically don't get better directors and better actors, so I think that's why it's fine. You know, it did did its did its job. It's a decent movie, and you know they'll make it, they'll make money off of it. So we'll see what happens. All right, so that was Sean's closing uh, thoughts because I don't think I, I don't think he's got much more to say about it. Matt, how about you? Yeah, I think that's about about it. It's you know it is if you see the trailer and that you know that kind of idea interests you. I mean, go watch it. It's not a super long movie. It's not a I mean, well, I mean, go see it in terms of, you know, maybe wait to rent it or see it on streaming, but you wouldn't mind. I, I don't think you'd have a problem, you know, watching it for an hour and a half. If you, if you saw the trailer or heard us talk about it and you have uh, zero interest in the idea, I think you'd be fine never yep. hearing it or thinking of the name again, but uh, it, it's exactly what you'd expect based on the trailer. So, you know, yeah, that's about it. What about you, Dave? And, and and I know we brought this up. It's kind of like the purge. Um, the purge, the fir- original purge, was actually a good concept. Uh, I think it's more in line, kind of, with the second one, where it's it's a good, just entertaining movie about watching different ways people get killed, and that's that's the whole purpose behind this. You know, like I was saying earlier, that there was some approach to some philosophical stuff, but they just really didn't get to that point. So I, you know, I'm just looking at this as a this was a fun movie just to go watch. Um. Kind of in the terms of like Saw, it was just random ways, those series where it's just random ways of people getting killed at final def- that final destination of people just getting killed. It's a, it's a fun, stupid movie that doesn't really drive much of thought from you. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little bitty thing. Again, like we all said, we're not telling you to go out and see it. <laughs> um, however, if you do have 
an hour and a half to spare on a weekend, <laughs> um, hey, why not? Just, you know, maybe if you do go see it while you're in the theaters, maybe skip the 20 minutes of, the, of yeah. uh, trailers. I, hey, I, I sk- apparently I skipped 10, 15 minutes of it, and I thought it was quite short. I saw, like, two trailers, so I was happy. So just real quick, I'm going to go on the record saying I actually thoroughly enjoy The Purge, the first one. And uh, I thought that when the second one was coming out, I, had, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Can't wait to see it. And they've progressively, you know, become one of those, like you mentioned, soft films. So um, I like the idea of that one. This one, I, I still will reiterate, wait till it comes out on streaming. Uh, don't go see it in theaters. <laughs> I was actually going to ask. So you guys, you guys have seen The Purge films? Some of them I haven't seen. Yes. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay. Yeah, get, the first one is worth a watch, uh, Matt. Just to, I, you know, and let you devise a uh, thought behind it after that. Yeah. Um, to see the, the second, third, and fourth one. Right. Well, second, third, second, and third one aren't bad. They just expand on the world a little bit more, and that's yeah. that's kind of where I enjoyed it. And that's because they kind of expanded on it. Um, but like the Saw universe, that was our our guilty pleasure on Halloween to go see it because it would always open up in college. So we'd yeah, go, it was perfect timing. We had like a group of like six or seven people. Though the second one always killed me and made me cringe when he threw the chicken. Don't the, don't, the say, pool it, of don't needles. say it. Don't say it. Yeah, don't spoil it. I, I still like randomly think about that sometimes, and I hate that movie because it like pops in for no reason. I'm like, why did that have to be a thing? <laughs> so, so I actually would get up, and when I knew that scene was coming, I'd always walk out the room because I just I can't I can't watch it anymore. That's probably why I didn't go to med school. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is how they haze you for medical school. Uh, they just stick you with needles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so on that note, guys, since we're uh, delving into other movies um what are we thinking in terms of uh next week when we're approaching um do you want to do life next week since that comes out on the weekend um the ryan reynolds and uh jake gyllenhaal i'm i'm intrigued to see life only for the fact that they're going to ruin what the actual space station looks like and ruin all the protocols that they normally uh follow up there Sorry, nerding out a little bit for everybody. Did you learn about those from all the Landsat conversations you've had? Which is uh, <laughs> shut up. Which is a throwback joke to a, a conversation. An episode that, that, that we didn't release have. to folks. We so. never released because Sean decided to delete all of his audio. That's great. So, and you you don't want to go see life because you'd rather. Oh no, I'm gonna go see it. I just don't see it. I'm not gonna do it in next week. <laughs>